Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here. Welcome aboard another episode of the MBA podcast, Accelerating Mortgage Brokers and Mortgage Businesses. Ash, how are you today? I'm doing excellent today. James, beautiful day. How are you doing? Mm, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Listeners, another good episode this week for you. We're talking collecting testimonials. And... um, I'm not sure if we've mentioned this before, Ash, but collecting testimonials, testimonials, full stop, are the most powerful marketing and sales asset you can have and use in your business. So you better have a system of collecting one from each and every customer because you can never have too many and they're super powerful, aren't they, Ash? Yeah, look, it's one of those things. It's, I mean, I think testimonials or case studies, um, social proof they've been a very important part of business building you know forever and a day but i think particularly it sort of feeds into i guess the world we live in today where people are doing their research prospects or referral partners people who you you want to engage with in business they hear about you and the first thing they're doing is right bang pressing the buttons googling you know checking out your social media, checking out your website, checking out review sites. It's one of the very first things that a lot of people are doing. So if you're not doing or you don't have a strategy to feed testimonials at the very least into your sort of digital ecosystem, um, you're behind the eight ball at the start. And then, of course, the next step is using testimonials as part of your marketing directly yeah oh yeah 100 percent. i mean we nailed it pretty much in a minute there ash the, the value of testimonials why you should be thinking about this is hands down on the table but let's talk a little more about where to use them because we've just said you know they are the most powerful asset blah 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 but where you know uh where are they powerful well they are super powerful to use in marketing um, and lead generation they're super powerful to use on social media uh you know, case studies and videos and success stories are some of the most watched and interacted and engaged with uh, pieces of content you can use in your business. So, I mean, think about that, Ash, from a marketing perspective. Mm-hmm. Put your marketing hat on and try and come up with marketing. Well, how about just sharing success stories? <laughs> and it's actually the most powerful. So incredibly powerful in marketing and lead gen. Uh, you can also use it in your sales and client care process to build community to build value in what you do and to increase conversion rates because let's face it uh you know our listeners brokers are probably getting shopped around with other brokers and you need to win that business over and one of the ways to winning that business is by proof social proof that what you've said is true isn't it i love testimonials look i really do because in a in a busy marketplace in a competitive marketplace um, and I think particularly in what I would call brand fatigue or marketing fatigue 
that exist because people get bombarded, you know, marketing, marketing, Facebook and other, you know, and, and, and they do have some positive effects. However, I think what can be, I guess, the most important differentiator can be your level of authenticity, your level of sincerity around what people are saying about you rather than what you're saying about yourself is how I would put it. So testimonials are other people commenting on you rather than you commenting on yourself, which a lot of marketing can very easily slip into you talking about yourself, whereas testimonials done well are incredibly powerful and authentic because they are authentic because they are real people who you've done real business with speaking about you. Um, and so for me, the next step is, well, where do you start with this, James? I mean, if I was a listener to this episode and I thought, well, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I understand it, completely agree. But, you know, what's the next step? What What are the first one or two things that a mortgage broker listening to this episode could do to start building a testimonial um, portfolio, if you like? Yep, yep. Let's dive into that stuff. Um, let's let's talk things like how do we do it, when do we do it, what format, where should these testimonials be. So uh, let's let's tackle how first. So how do you collect testimonials? Uh, well, number one, the most important thing is, as with every other of the eighty-one other episodes we've talked uh, talked with our listeners, Ash, um, we've mentioned the word system and. You have to have a system for collecting testimonials. This is not just a, if I remember, or if it's a good client, or they have a great win. Every single client should be asked for a case study or a testimonial. So, And to make sure that happens, we need a system for it. So um, probably what's more important, Ash, is maybe to think about when do we collect testimonials? Do we get yeah, a testimonial? Time. Yeah, do we get it right at the start? Do we get it... After the meeting, do we get it on settlement, three months after settlement? Uh, what what have you found is working great at the moment? Well, that's step one, right? And we talk about this a lot with, uh, you know, the people that we work with, uh, uh, is where does collecting a testimonial sit on your workflow? And I, uh, I, I think the answer can be more than one place, um, depending on how you go about it. For me, I have always thought about, well, what is the moment of maximum happiness what is the moment of maximum impact that you have with a client right and i know that there's referral partners and other people you can get testimonials for, but primarily we're talking about customers who you've helped so what are the maximum points of impact well obviously approval is one now probably full approval when it's unconditional that's a moment of maximum impact what's the next moment of maximum impact and probably the primary one settlement goes without saying now Refinancing it has some impact, but particularly purchases, right? Particularly settling a purchase, particularly if you're an owner occupier, but also an investor. That's the moment of maximum happiness, maximum relief that the job's done. There's no more waiting. I'm in my house, or I've got my better deal, or I've got whatever it is that the mortgage broker has facilitated happening. That's a great time to slot into your workflow a systemized way of reaching out to every customer, not occasionally, every customer, and collecting a testimonial. So for me, there, there, you know, I, I, there are other places you can do it, but if I was starting somewhere, maximum impact, 
the first few days post-settlement. And then it's about, okay, what's the best method? Is it a video testimonial? Is it delivering a shock and awe gift, which is what we call it, of course? Is it delivering something to their house to congratulate them and collecting a face-to-face testimonial? Or is it a written testimonial? So that's the next step is what is the format of the testimonial? So for me, if I was just to do it at one place only, it would be in that immediately post-settlement window. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, it should be ideally when you've fulfilled the main promise or the main thing that they came for. And if they've achieved that or got that, that's when they're going to be at maximum happiness and they'll be able to tell the story from A to, to Z, right? So I think that's exactly the right place. Let's, let's talk a little bit about format because it's not black and white. And what I mean by that is my default for collecting testimonials, as you said, Ash, you mentioned the magic word video, uh, collecting testimonials, in my opinion, should always be done on video. Thing is, it's not the only thing we need to think about with testimonials, because you mentioned it before, Ash, what do people do when they're sussing you out online? Well, they go online, they Google you, they look at your website, they look at not just the assets you control, i.e. your website, and maybe your LinkedIn profile or your Facebook page, they're looking at third-party sites. So just collecting video testimonials and putting them on your Facebook page and on your website and things like that, that's awesome, but you're missing the big ones, Ash. We're missing Facebook reviews. We're missing Google reviews. We're missing uh, LinkedIn recommendations. And maybe just talk briefly to the difference and the power of those reviews versus something like a video on a website. Uh, look, I'll, I'll start with LinkedIn because anyone, uh, you guys probably know, uh, LinkedIn is one of my um, preferred platforms. Um, so recommendations on LinkedIn are really, really powerful. And LinkedIn, just for anybody listening, is LinkedIn is incredibly SEO friendly. And just to explain, to go back half a step before I go forward, is when someone's Googling you, right, I won't say binging you because everyone's Googling. There are other search engines. So people are Googling you. The top two places generally that they will find you is your website and or your LinkedIn profile. LinkedIn is very, it's designed very specifically by Microsoft, the owner, to be SEO friendly. So one of the first places people will click through to check you out is your LinkedIn profile. So they'll they'll have a look at the top, what do I what do you do? What do you look like? Blah, blah, blah. But then the human nature is people scroll very quickly down the screen to what are other people saying. Now, if you don't have recommendations there, you've missed a massive opportunity. You really have missed a massive opportunity. And collecting recommendations on LinkedIn is not that difficult. It's There's a procedure to do it. There's a functionality to do it, to reach out to connections and seek recommendations, right? So it's very, very powerful. And then going back to uh, what you said with video, James, we are, we're obviously we all love video because video is, um, you know, I think 80% of content is consumed video with sound off and um, captions. So if you haven't got video that you can use through multiple platforms, 
Um, but at the very least, um, sitting on your website or sitting on your um, other other places, you're missing opportunities to consolidate your brand or your authority or your desire when people are checking you out between saying they'll do business with you and actually doing business with you, people are online sussing you out. We all do it. Of course we all do it. So that's LinkedIn, right? And then you've got the Google reviews. Then you've got, you know, the Rate My Agent, another third-party one that's pretty popular. Then you've got Facebook. So that's just having a procedure that if you get a video review, I would think, James, a video testimonial, that's then can be converted if that's the right word, into reviews, recommendations on other platforms. Yeah, you could. that's a very smart strategy to take those video reviews and post them on your LinkedIn uh, profile. You could post them on your Facebook page and into other assets you own. Uh, just one more thought on uh, these two types of testimonials. I like our listeners to think about it from the perspective of outbound and inbound. So as you said, Ash, if people are searching you up on online and they'll go to the socials and they'll go to your website, that's a inbound. Um, they're looking at you and we want you to show up and we want people when they Google you or Facebook you, we, you know, you want to be able to see five-star Google rating or a five-star review on Facebook or a certain number of recent glowing recommendations on LinkedIn. And the beauty of those is because they're third party. So when a review is on Google or LinkedIn or whatever, it's done by a third party. It's not something that you've you know, posted on your website. People believe that they, they trust reviews on Google and Facebook more than testimonials on websites these days. So you get absolutely the power of that third party endorsement, which um, the perception is that it's uh, 100% transparent. Now, for those that are looking for a bit more advanced uh, advice on testimonials, the video stuff comes in with the outbound because when you've got videos, you can then use them as proof in your marketing. You can use them as lead generation assets. You can use them in your socials. Uh, the, the possibilities are endless when you start with videos. Um, but I would say, Ash, as a 101, if our listeners are not currently collecting testimonials, I would suggest that they start with the big two or three in making sure you've got some reviews on Google, Facebook and LinkedIn recommendations. And then from there, work back to potentially getting some on other platforms and yeah. putting them on your website. Would that be about right? I love that. Absolutely. And I think as we do with all of our discussions, James, we really like to leave you listeners with a couple of next steps, depending on where you are in this process. If you've got an advanced testimonial collection system already, fantastic. This might be a bit basic. But for most people, I would start with the big probably two that are searchable. Um, Facebook's probably a very close third, but Google and LinkedIn are the big two that are um, SEO friendly, obviously. So, and they're not hard to collect, right? It, it's, you know, Google... Um, business reviews are not hard to collect, right? It's just a process. Pop it into your workflow, um, uh, you know, and if you haven't got a really clear workflow, all I'm saying is have a step where at settlement or just after settlement, 
you you or someone who works for you reaches out to the client to congratulate them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, um, you know, we'd love to help more people like you. If you'd be happy to give us a Google review or go to or I'll outbound a LinkedIn, because that's how it works with LinkedIn. You know, there's a function in there where you outbound a recommendation request to people. Um, that's one of the unique things about LinkedIn. Um, people don't write recommendations. You outbound the request for recommendations, similar to Google um, five-star reviews. Pop it in straight after settlement. Start there. Get some momentum. Get yourself up to 5, 10, 15, 20 and beyond uh, reviews. Then set that as a foundation and go from there. Yeah, that's perfect. And uh, as a summary, as extra from me as well, two more things, super quick. You can never have too many. So don't just ask 10 people. It's often about recency. You know, it's like those cafes, Ash, that have the stickers on the window, best coffee and, you know, awarded 2005. And it's like now 2022. Like <laughs> recency yes. is important. So make sure you keep asking. Don't just stop at the first few. And one more thing. Uh, don't ask one client to review you on Google and Facebook and also do a video. Like ask one client to do one thing, ask another to do another thing. And after a few months, you'll have a good number across the platform. So don't bombard your clients expecting them to do six different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a really key point, you know. Just get them to do one review. Don't get them to do four different reviews. Um, I, you know... One of the uh, one of the the brokers that uh, I think we had speaking at one of our functions quite some time ago, James, who I won't name, he's now one of the biggest brokers in Australia. Um, his strategy was simple. He was collecting recommendations on LinkedIn. He was up over a hundred a long time ago, um, and that drove an enormous amount of inbound uh, inquiries, which he very smartly had a, pr a process to convert into proposals and clients. Um, and this guy's now doing, personally, I think he's somewhere between 40 and 50 million per month. Oh, sensational. With his team, with his team. Yep. So testimonials are a great, great foundation to have systemized into your business. Just keep mounting them up. And it, it, that's only possible if it's systemized. It's hard to do that if it's ad hoc. Yeah, exactly. And look, listeners, with everything that we talk about, teach and you know share in these episodes it's it's one more thing to do it's like it's more work right but this one is incredibly powerful and you know uh recognizing the power in a particular strategy and then executing on it making a system so it's easy and replicable doesn't take tons of your time is what it's all about so hopefully this has been a valuable episode for you ash it is always a pleasure and i can't wait until next week where we will be talking about uh partners in a different way yeah. can't wait hell yeah james it's all all pieces of the big puzzle look forward to next week you too mate see you listeners thanks for joining this episode of mortgage broker acceleration it's now time to grow your mortgage business your income and your lifestyle too if you want to accelerate and learn from the best head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with james and dash that's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.